Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I got a story here from Michigan crossed my news feed. Um, no one sent this to me. Shame on you. <laughs> Just kidding. Rockstar Rick Springfield sues for non-payment after Bay City concert. We're going to be talking about some rock and roll, my friends. Um, of course, Ryan Jeltman wrote this from WJRT-TV. Bay City is a town in Michigan. Um, and a rock star, Rick Springfield, Follow a lawsuit last week claiming he didn't get paid for his performance in Bay City last year. Court records indicate that Rick Springfield suing the State Theater in Bay City and the former director of the theater. The lawsuit alleges that days after he and his band played a concert at Winona Park in August, the check given to Rick Springfield of about $70,000 bounced. It bounced. He's now seeking more than $200,000 in his lawsuit. You might say, Steve, how do you get from $70,000 to 200,000. Well, it's a little more than 200,000. You might guess that that's three times 70. It's 210. And yes, that's what we're talking about here. You don't want to write a bad check, especially not in Michigan. So the manager was removed from his position with the theater and other organizations in Bay City last fall after news broke that checks written to him and Joan Jett bounced. (laughs) So Rick Springfield, of course, had to hit Jesse's girl back in the day. Joan Jett I love rock and roll. Uh, I've never seen Rick Springfield in concert, but I did see Joan Jett once because she warmed up for the police in Ann Arbor, and I saw the police back in the day, and Joan Jett warmed up for the police, of all things. So there's a little more story here because earlier, before this lawsuit was filed, the FBI was called in because questions were swirling in Bay City over late concert payments to the artists. Now, Terry Camp wrote this version of this story for WJRT. WJRT is a TV station, uh, 12 out of Flint. That's an ABC affiliate, I believe. Questions and concerns are swirling in Bay City after the manager was removed from several entertainment-related jobs. Big-name acts like Joan Jett and Rick Springfield weren't paid for the summer performances in Bay City. And it appears the FBI has been contacted. Now, they're not saying much, But there are concerns when it comes to money and the state theater, which this guy managed for about 16 years. He no longer runs the theater, uh, and he's no longer the special events coordinator. And they parted ways with him, and uh, through his role at the state theater, he helped bring musical acts such as Joan Jett and Rick Springfield to Bay City this summer. Why they weren't paid is still a bit of a mystery, and why the man was removed from so many positions is still not clear. However, a spokesperson of the FBI confirms they've been contacted, but policy prohibits us from confirming or denying the existence of an investigation. Uh, The band issue isn't the only money woe for the State Theater, as the nonprofit is a few months behind on an $800,000 loan that was given to it by the Bay County Growth Alliance in 2020 to help pay for work on the Winona Park band shell. Controversy is a concern to concert entertainment promoters in the area. Uh, a man from a promotional company uh, is planning on bringing Nelly and Travis Tritt to the city, but he moved the location of the concerts from that one park to Veterans Memorial Park because of the situation. Now, it's going to make it harder for artists to come to Bay City. Now, not everyone has parted ways with the former manager or director of the theater. He's still the director of the Historical Museum. The executive board has met with him, and at this point, we have no grounds to release him or let him go. That's the executive committee member speaking. 
We've looked at all the situations at the museum, and we see no indication of anything being done inappropriately. As has been the case since the situation started, he could not be reached for comment, referring again to the man who was the former director of the theater. So Rick Springfield comes to town, performs, and leaves, and they hand him a check for $70,000. They say the $70,000 check bounced. It bounced. NSF. So I know this because I'm an attorney, but in Michigan, if you write a bad check to somebody, it can be a crime, and it can also be a civil problem, meaning someone can sue you. And so if you want to look this up, you can look up Michigan bounced check crime or Michigan bounced check lawsuit. And if you do the lawsuit one, you'll find MCL 600-2952. 600 is our revised judicature act. So that's where a lot of the laws are listed. Failure of maker to pay amount of dishonored check, draft, or order. So if you make a check, draft, or order to somebody and you give it to somebody and it fails... Well, there's liability. The person can make a written demand for payment. And if you don't respond to that, you can get in trouble. And by trouble, I mean treble damages. So in addition to applicable penal sections, that is the crime section, a person who makes, draws, utters, or delivers a check, draft, or order for payment of money upon a bank or other depository person, firm, or corporation that refuses to honor the check, draft, or order for lack of funds or credit, to pay or because the maker has no account is liable for the amount of the dishonored check draft or order plus a processing fee, civil damages, and costs as provided in this section. Then section two says that you can do a written demand. And once you do that, they have the right to make the check good. And if they do that, the penalties are, are there, but not that big. However, the maker of a dishonored check, draft, or order for payment of money is liable to the payee if the fa- a maker fails to pay one of the following in cash the payee or designated agent, etc., etc. And then it says, a maker who fails to make payment pursuant to above and who is found responsible for payment in a civil action is liable to the payee for payment of all of the following the full amount of the check draft or order, and civil damages of two times the amount of the dishonored check plus costs, etc. So the amount of the check plus two times the check, i.e. three times, or treble damages. I've had several people who get caught when I say the word treble. They think I'm mispronouncing the word triple. Uh, Triple and treble are very similar. Uh, treble also has other meanings, like in audio acoustics. But treble, in a legal sense, means three times. So uh, it's not really treble damages here. It's double damages plus the initial damages, but that equals treble damages. So if you write someone a check for $75,000 or $70,000 and that check bounces, they have the right to demand you make it good. And if you don't make it good within the rules here, you then have to pay three times. So here's the problem. The lawsuit is against the theater and the former director of the theater. And the question then becomes, whose fault is it? And so you got to wonder, if money came in for the show, and I don't know if they charged admission or if sponsors put up the money, but if the money was ever there, where did it go? And if the money wasn't there, you don't write a bad check. And that's 
the thing that is actually the lesson here. So someone comes to you and goes, you owe me $70,000. Pay me. And you're thinking to yourself, I haven't got it. But I want to get them out of my office. Oh, I don't know what I'll do. I'll hand them a bad check. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Here you go. And they leave because they don't know right away that check is bad. But by writing the check like that, boom. Now you're on the hook for, in essence, three times the amount of the check when you're only originally on the hook for one time the amount of the check. So it's not a good situation to be in. So I'm assuming that somebody behind all this can figure this out. Did they ever have the money? And if they did, where did it go? And if they didn't, who made the decision to write the bad check? Because then the question becomes, you know, they've apparently sued this guy individually, who's the former director of the theater, as well as the theater. And it makes you wonder if somebody is suggesting that the money was there, but didn't get sent where it was supposed to go. That's what we don't know. The FBI being involved raises some eyebrows. Maybe they'll get the bottom of this. But remember, like I said, it is both a crime and the potential basis for a lawsuit. So if you write a bad check in Michigan, they can come after you criminally and civilly. It's just that the criminal action will be brought by the authorities. But if someone is fired up enough to be upset, they might go to the authorities and go, I want you to prosecute this person while I sue them. So it's the worst of all worlds. <laughs> and it's unfortunate because if you're a band, you perform, you should get paid. And, you know, famously, and this is the kind of story which very well could be apocryphal, but one of the first big concerts at the Silverdome in Pontiac, which is no longer there, by the way, um, was Led Zeppelin, okay? So, I mean, Elvis had played there, and a few other bands had played there. Of course, the Detroit Lions um, played some, something akin to football there. Um, but Led Zeppelin played there in, I believe, 1977. And I know people went and saw the show. And at that time, it was one of the biggest audiences Led Zeppelin had ever had for a concert. It may have been the largest at that time. And famously, their manager was backstage, met with the promoters, and had told them previously, by the way, the band doesn't go, doesn't go on until they're paid in cash because they don't want this kind of thing happening. They're a band from England. They don't want to have to come back and sue somebody for non-payment. And so there is a sold-out house out there, packed with people screaming and yelling. And the manager goes, have you got our money in cash? And apparently, they bring out a big old footlocker filled with cash. And the manager sat down and counted it. Said, okay, guys, it's all here. Hit the stage. So, you know, uh, there were people at the time who probably thought, well, that's an absurd request. Um, turns out, Talk to Rick Springfield and, and, <laughs> and Joe and Jet about that. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes those checks don't clear, and that's, that's bad news. I've actually spoken to somebody who worked with a band on the road, and part of their job was to get the payments. And he said it was kind of strange. He'd play some small gig someplace, and the promoter would disappear right before showtime. And he's like, is the guy hiding from us? What's he doing? You know, he doesn't want to pay us? What's going on here? So... But we'll find out. We'll find out. Eventually, we'll find out. So as of right now, Rick Springfield and Joan Jett are upset 
But Rick Springfield's filed a lawsuit for non-payment after a check he was written for Bay City Concert bounced higher than Rubber Girl. <laughs> Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Life is an experiment in which you may fail or succeed. Explore more. Expect least.